Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. We're going to discuss qualities of a servant leader. So we've discussed understanding a servant leader. We've also talked about um, the six disciplines of servant leaders. And we've gone into this journey. And you probably are going to remember these four qualities uh, or heard them if you've listened to the previous podcast. Or if this is your first time listening, well, you'll get a new insight and you'll be inspired to go back and see where they were first introduced. Okay. Um, but today I wanted to dig deeper into those qualities because I ran over them and shared them in a previous call where they were um, a part of that particular topic. But today they stand alone in their own topic. And these qualities, I believe, are important because I like to say they give us the the teeth to what we're doing in this space, right? Um, because there are times that as leaders and as servant leaders in this world, we are going to face challenges. That is just a given. You're going to have obstacles. I don't care how well you plan it. I don't care whether it's in your personal life or your professional life, how well you think you've conquered things or how smoothly you've been able to manage money or whatever. Life happens to us all. We don't miss it because this is a fallen world. It's just a part of life. And oftentimes we hear religious phrases and things, you know, that God is bringing this because God is teaching us something or God is training us. And yes, God does train and discipline those that he loves. That's a given. God doesn't leave us undisciplined because we're his children. But God does not bring harm to us. God, it, 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 it can't possibly happen, right? He is not going to bring hurt, harm, and destruction upon us. Hurt, harm, and destruction are a part of the fallen world. It is a result of what happened in the Garden of Eden, and it is not undone. We are not exempt from that. We do not get exempt from the realities of this world that came by the fall. When we get saved, what we do is get sheltered. We become sheltered or stamped and sealed that even though we live in the midst of this, these things will not consume us and they will not destroy us. But as free will beings, we still, even as to get sealed is a choice, right? We as free will beings have to choose that salvation. Once we choose that salvation, we still have a free will that we have to surrender our desires, our wants, our lusts for pleasures, all of our ideas, and surrender them so that God can replace them with the virtues that he has for us, those standards of living so that we can live above these things that exist in this world, right? Living above them doesn't mean you don't experience them, but they don't consume you. I hope that makes sense. So in understanding this, we have a clarity on that when these things happen, because God is sovereign, he can use circumstances and situations in our lives to the perfecting of us, right? Not to make us perfect, but to perfect that which is already in us. He's perfecting that seed that has already been planted in us to believe on his son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, through the perfecting process, we are made into the image of Christ, right? While we live in this world, right? Through our virtues, through our beliefs, through all of the things that are inside of us. That's why this work is an inner work, and it's not something that is always external. The external should be born from the internal work that takes place in us.
Many times our challenges and circumstances that we see outside of us trigger these internal wars that's going on inside of us because we have two natures living in us. We have these two natures, and because we have the choice to surrender our old nature at every given moment unto the new nature that is in us, that war takes place when circumstances externally don't seem to line up with what we've kind of already imagined in our minds. So in these moments, the understanding these qualities and understanding how they're being perfected in you, my goal is to hope, uh, my, my goal is that I hope it equips you so that when trials and challenges come, that you're not succumbing internally to them, that you rise above them internally and go through the process externally so that then you get to the other side of the reward because troubles don't last. They don't stay. The circumstances and situations are subject to change because we are in a temporary world. These things that we see are temporal. So they are not eternal. They will not stay. They will not last. But you have to be willing internally to go through the perfecting process so that you become strengthened and God's measure of grace in you is being perfected. So let me back some of this stuff up with some scripture and then I'll give you those qualities. First, I want to share with you Matthew chapter 5 verse 48 in the Amplified and it says, You therefore must be perfect. Growing into complete maturity of godliness in mind and character, having reached the proper height of virtue and integrity, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, when you see this in Greek, it says to be perfected, must be perfected. You must grow into complete maturity of godliness in mind and character, having reached the proper height of virtue and integrity, as your heavenly Father is perfect, right? This is not perfect the noun or adjective, sorry, it is the verb perfect, right? To be perfect, right? To be perfected. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 14 of the Amplified says, for by a single offering, he has forever completely cleansed and perfected those who are consecrated and made holy. And 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, the first part of it says, and I'm reading from the Amplified, it says, My grace, my favor and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger, and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect or perfected, fulfilled and completed, and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Right? You remember, or I've said previously, one of the things um, uh, servant leaders is that we're vessels. Right, So here in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, you see that you're a vessel to bring God's glory forth, right? Because as his grace is perfected in us, you are his masterpiece, masterpiece that is on display in this world of his grace and how sufficient his grace is, 
okay? So understanding that today, I want you to be equipped, empowered, and enabled to go about understanding that when circumstances rise, that there are four character traits that are being developed in you through the sovereignty of God. He's using those circumstances to develop the one or all four of these traits. Pursue. In 1 Timothy 6 and 11 and 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 22, you'll see that we are instructed of the things that when we flee certain things, we are to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Basically, we are to pursue the things that are important to God, the things that are eternal, the things that will last. The second trait is to fight. In 2 Timothy 4 and 7, we're told that we must fight. We must fight intensely. We are called to endure bravely, right, to guard faithfully. If we saw over in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 in the Amplified, it said to, to uh, bear the trouble manfully. I like to say put on our big girl drawers, right, so we can stand and do what's necessary. We must be willing to fight. That trait of fighting is being developed and further developed in us. Some of us have it naturally to a degree, but I promise you God will continue to take it from degree to, to from one degree to the next degree. We go from glory to glory. We develop strength that's needed because there're going to be trials down the line that we have not faced and we must be strengthened in order to do it to stand and bear them. The third character trait is to lay hold. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 verses uh verse 12 we're told about laying hold to the eternal life, the things that matter most, not these temporary things that will not go with us. But he's saying lay hold, hold on to those things. Those are your possessions. As a servant leader, those are the things that are most important to you, right? They're the, they're the foundations of the very faith that saved you. And fourth trait is keeping, right, to keep. First Timothy 6 and 14 2 Timothy 4 and 7, and 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 13, we're instructed about keeping God's commandments, about keeping the faith. We are told to strive to move forward, to finish well, right, so that we can make sure we finish what we've been called to do well. We have to keep moving forward, keeping God's commandments, keeping the truth of his word, the soundness of his word in the forefront of our lives. Those four traits that are being developed, again, is the trait of pursue, fight, lay hold, and to keep. You must allow yourself to surrender to this process. So whatever is going on, whatever the trouble may be, whenever the trouble arises, even if you're not in it now, you'll see it somewhere down the road. Understand and ask God to show you and reveal to you what trait is being developed in you. Seek out scripture that will help you to continue to develop that trait and to embrace it, to fall in love with it, because it's going to give you exactly what you need so that you can continue to serve and do the will of God and be the vessel that he has called you to be in this world and finish well. So I hope today's wisdom, even if it was a little bit tied up there, makes some sense to you. Hopefully you've gotten what you needed and you will go and be inspired to do the investigation needed for yourself so that you can be equipped and fully developed and perfected to do God's will in this world. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC co-working community. 
a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.